0: Hello, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Paint the Town Dead, and I'm one half of your host, Caitlin.
1: I don't know why, but for for some reason, you sound like you're doing like an a NPR, NPR voice. yes. I just thought, I, like I, I think so it's just because I just
0: swallowed water, and it's a little bit raspy. Maybe so.
1: Um, I
0: can take two of that if you want to. Nah,
1: it's fine. Hey, guys. Howdy doody. Howdy. Let's go. This
0: is Paint the Town Dead. Get
1: hyped. Get ready, because we're going to talk about the worst stuff possible, but first... Let's hear a word from our sponsor. No, we don't have any we sponsors. Don't have any We're sponsors. not that big. We are our own sponsors. So uh, here, let's have a word from us. A word from our sponsor called Lock Your Door. Or oh. else. Oh. Lock your door or else. Is that the name of the new security company?
0: <laughs> it's like not it's, simply safe.
1: <laughs> well, no, it's called, it's, it's called Lock Your Door, and then the motto or the slogan is or else.
0: Oh, that's so terrifying.
1: Yeah, it's really bad. I don't like it.
0: That would be from somebody who runs a murder podcast. Yeah
1: um i'm andrew i don't know if i said that it doesn't matter oh i'm caitlin did important. i say that i don't remember i'm the
0: i'm the best Probably. half i'm the good half
1: yeah you're like the good half from that uh treehouse of horror episode where it turns <laughs> out you're actually the evil twin <laughs> oh from is that the simpsons yes yeah yeah the the good twin was actually the one they kept in the base or in the
0: did you make me watch that at one point no I don't are think you so? sure are you sure
1: I don't know why I would have. I
0: think we, I think we might have watched it at some point because I it, think you made reference to it, and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about.
1: It, it could have been I made reference to it back in October because I watched a bunch of those. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I Maybe don't know if I w- why I would have though. Um, I have March Madness. Oh, I'm cool. Crazy with March Madness, even though it's April. It's April. Is, so, isn't it, so it over? I have, I have April Animosity. I don't know. Um, yeah, it is over. I was just saying that because I, I bought a dumb basketball hoop for, that you hang over <laughs> oh, a door. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember. You. You're I'm pretty like, it's hyped here. about it. Here. Yeah, it's pretty fun, and but that's, this
0: is where your stimulus money went. <laughs> that's right,
1: all twenty five dollars or whatever that was, yeah, however much it cost. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's, simple pleasure. I'm, in life. I'm a child.
0: Hey, there's nothing wrong with being happy.
1: Oh, I didn't say that. Oh, I just said I'm a child. Okay, I'm mature. That's. I didn't say I was happy. Who says the, what?
0: <laughs> but did that product make you make you make you happy?
1: It's it's giving me some enjoyment. Yeah. Good,
0: good. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for that. What's enjoyment. giving
1: you joy right now? Um, I demand to know. We want answers.
0: I I had some gummy lifesavers and they were delicious. Excellent. Um, let's talk you, about another joyful thing before we okay, talk about one some, more. <laughs> one more. Let's joyful remember thing. joy for a little bit because today's episode is dark AF.
1: You're, yeah, that's what that's what Caitlin keeps telling me.
0: Um, so one more joyful thing. Um, I did. All, my plants aren't all dead.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: And even my my fancy flower that. Will end up like being like a shrub, like a bush, and it has really beautiful dahlia flowers. It is blossoming. It is blooming. It is germinating.
1: Um, my joy is that I can watch The Office still. Oh yeah! Because did uh, you do a free trial or? It's because I'm a wrestling fan and WWE is on oh. Peacock now, so I had to get Peacock, and now I can you watch did The it. Office.
0: Oh, you did it!
1: So, and also Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks. Uh, first night of WrestleMania main event, that match ruled. Okay. Um, Bianca Belair, congrats. Cool. <laughs> it was awesome. Don't oh. worry about it. Anyway, but you the-
0: you were telling me about the extended versions of the episodes. We'll talk about it after. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah. Now's, now's your chance, because
1: yeah, because I don't have anything else to talk about hardly.
0: Oh, okay. So well, let's go.
1: Let's go. Let's. There's. If you want to get through the muck and the mire, you just got to go through it.
0: Okay. Well, we're about to go through it.
1: You cannot tread softly. We- this is you got a power through it do
0: not go softly into that good night that too rage rage against the dying of the light something like that yeah i don't
1: know it's a poem by a person it is i can't and remember. Dylan they, or something Dylan. and they
0: say it in pff, oh, sorry there's a gnat <laughs> and they say it in
1: interstellar and they say it in one of those well, the light, do you watch the
0: lighthouse movie wasn't it in that too? I don't remember. Yeah,
1: that was a weird movie. There's some song where it's in there. But okay. Anyway, but yeah. Caitlin, okay. stop delaying. I'm
0: sorry. It's so bad. Stop stalling. Okay. Uh, well, I am I'm serious though. I told Andrew, it was like, don't read ahead on this episode. It is brutal. So it is going to be very tough to listen to. And it does involve some pretty horrific acts against a child. Um, so fair warning, we will talk about it just letting you know and to me it's very reminiscent of the gabriel fernandez case you remember that on netflix yes i do did we watch that
1: no that was did you watch it no but i know i know you know details yeah
0: and i and i watched it and wow that one was a tough one to get through um and like i said last week april is national child abuse prevention month um so today I need to tell the story in the case of six-year-old Maurice Isaiah Torres, who went by Isaiah. Um, So Isaiah was born July 3rd, 2008. Our story takes place in 2015, so he's about six years old uh, when the story takes place. He was put up for adoption not long after he was born and was eventually adopted by Mauricio and Kathy Torres, who, between them, it was... I had... I read a few different articles that had varying numbers of children. They had a lot of children between them and not all of them were biological. So Mauricio had some children from a previous like marriage or relationship. Kathy did as well. Um, And they came together. They had stepchildren. They adopted some kids. Um, And then their youngest kids were um, Isaiah and his, I think, twin sister because they shared the same birthday so it never said specifically twin but they shared the same birthday so i'm assuming twin
1: people can just have the same birthday they can
0: but they were the same age they're both six years old at the time of the case and then another older sister who was eight at the time of the case so that's who lived in the house when the story takes place isaiah his twin sister and another sister and then kathy and mauricio um, there was also some of the older siblings, you know, it, were like in their 20s. They were quite a bit older than Isaiah and the little kids in the house. So they were all moved off. Um, so Mauricia, I'm sorry, uh, Isaiah lived in Bella Vista, Arkansas, which is very, very Northwest Arkansas, like practically Missouri. It's past Rogers and all that. It is like on the Missouri border. He was homeschooled along with his school age siblings. Um, since he was around Three to four years old, Isaiah and his mother and sisters would volunteer every Tuesday at the Samaritan Community Center in Rogers. And uh, Isaiah seemed like a happy child there, and he enjoyed helping the adults. He liked to break down boxes. The program director, Debbie Rambo, said he would literally, like, come in, and he liked just to, like, break it down and put it in the recycle bin. And so he would, like, dump things out (laughs) just to be able to break it down and and put them in the recycle bin. Breaking
1: down boxes can be pretty fun. Yeah. Especially if you've practiced at it and you're good at it. Which I am. Yeah. Because I had to do it when I worked at the Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And it was just like, all right, I learned how to spot the boxes' weaknesses and tear them <laughs> apart real quick that's right. get them flattened.
0: And so it, that's just a little thing he liked to, he loved to help out. And he and his sisters would help put together like snack boxes for those in need in the community. They had their own like assembly line. And when the adults came to try to help, they're like, no, 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 this is our job. We want to do this. And so they would, they would all do it. So, um, a sweet kid, uh, So we're going to start with our story proper. So at around 1130 p.m. on March 29th, this is 2015, Kathy Torres calls 911 and stated that her son, Isaiah, was not breathing. Medics arrived and found Isaiah lying on his back on the floor of the living room unresponsive. They quickly began life-saving measures for him and then transferred him to the nearest facility, which was Mercy Medical Center. And that's in like the Fayetteville Rogers area, Benton. Ville. Bentonville? Bentonville. Bentonville. Okay. Yeah. Right. There's Benton and Bentonville. Yes. Benton is near Little Rock. Bentonville yes. is in northwest Arkansas. Yes. So it's kind of all, all in that area somewhere. Uh but despite their best efforts, Isaiah was unable to be revived and he was declared dead at twelve twenty three AM on march thirtieth, twenty fifteen, to the dismay and heartbreak of all involved. When asked if he had any medical conditions that could have contributed to his untimely demise, neither Kathy nor Mauricio could think of anything. They stated that they had just arrived back from a camping trip to Missouri and that Isaiah seemed fine at the time. He complained of like a stomach ache in the day, but Kathy gave him some Pepto-Bismol and then he went to sleep after that with no more complaints. So whatever. Kids have upset stomachs all the time. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah usually because they eat too much or uh, yeah garbage yes
0: you know i saw a funny meme it was like remember how in like third grade p- kids would just puke for no reason i'm glad we're past that stage and i was like oh my god, yes that totally did happen
1: <laughs> I, I don't totally remember that but i do remember a kid throwing up at again the chick-fil-a Ew. and the dad was like not reacting like hardly at all and the mom was freaking out the dad was like he just Sorry. shoved too many chicken nuggets in his mouth he's <laughs> fine
0: Sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, but that was not the case for, for um, Isaiah. Strangely, though, medical personnel at the hospital notified police that Isaiah had quite a few cuts on his head and obvious bruising to the right side of his, of his head and face. Doctors noted blunt force trauma mm. to the boy. While nurses noted blood from his rectum, it was also noted that his nose like was very obviously broken or had been broken. It was crooked. It was very crooked.
1: And that's stuff you would think the parents would have noticed.
0: You think. So first responders. parents are not
1: blind people, right? They are.
0: They are very. They did just
1: drive somewhere. It sounds like. So I hope they're not blind. They're very not blind. Gotcha.
0: So first responders on the scene also noted that Isaiah had several lacerations and severe bruising on his body. So with all this evidence, police collected the family, the whole family, and brought them to the police station, but they separated out Kathy and Mauricio because they wanted to ask them questions. So police had Kathy and Mauricio at the police station questioning them about the, the things they had found on Isaiah, which were very disturbing things. Both denied, like I said, any previous medical history, like saying he was totally healthy, he was totally fine. Kathy did state that Isaiah one time received a chemical burn on accident on his back and he was treated at Arkansas Children's Hospital and everything was fine. So initially, Kathy stated that their home was a loving one and that Mauricio was a good father to the, to the children, claiming that they like rarely got in arguments, they rarely spanked the children. It was a happy family. But upon further questioning and pushing, Kathy insinuated that Mauricio might have hit Isaiah, but she had nothing to do with it. But meanwhile, Mauricio stated that he knew something was wrong with Isaiah. He said, oh, he was sick. Something was wrong that night that he was ill and that he wanted to call 911, but Kathy wouldn't let him. So she said, like, according to him, she said that she knew it was because the hospital wouldn't admit him just for a stomach ache because that was all that was wrong with him. Whatever. So when asked about his injuries, like all the injuries on his body, Kathy made excuses that did not add up. Her stories did not make sense. And it's like... Well, if that was the case, why wouldn't you have sought treatment? Just different things. The stories just didn't add up. For his broken nose that was like clearly crooked, she said, oh, it's always been a little crooked. Oh, okay. Which isn't, I mean, could be, but eh, when people comment on it and it's obvious, like maybe not.
1: Yeah, especially when you're like that young, you probably don't have a crooked nose from a broken nose. Yeah, unless it was sports and then
0: your parents would take you to get it fixed. Right. Yes. So... Each parrot began blaming the other for any kind of wrongdoing. So clearly these people could not be trusted. So police went back to the scene to collect evidence. So the day after Isaiah's death, his sisters, who were aged six and eight at the time, were questioned at the Children's Advocacy Center in Little Rock, the one true city. They said the family had gone camping March 28th and 29th. They stated that Isaiah had a stomach ache the day of the 29th, which was, you know, corroborating their story. On the car ride home, though, they said he became very sleepy and Mauricio had to carry him inside when they returned home. And of course, from a child's eyes, it just looks like maybe he's just really sleepy. From our eyes, it might look like something else.
1: Yeah. I mean, you kids,
0: you should be able to walk inside even with a stomach ache.
1: Well, and, I mean, he he was sleepy, according to her. Yeah. You know, I, I remember being a little kid, get, get carried inside. That's true. Yeah.
0: But it was a little odd because this. So Dad had to, Mauricio had to carry him inside. In the home, the sisters had to help undress their brother while their parents gave Isaiah a shower. Mauricio had to hold the boy so he could get showered as he had already fallen in the shower. So he is very, mm. not very conscious.
1: That's where it is no longer normal-ish, that is, yes, potentially. Correct.
0: So they said their brother was acting strange and he wasn't really awake when their mother gave him some herbal tea and put him to bed. So when inspecting the home... Police found blood spatter in the master bedroom on two 15-pound dumbbells and on a fire poker. All this was in the master bedroom. They also found vomit on the bed in the master bedroom along with a stethoscope, which is very strange. Police also searched the camper trailer the Torres's had used for camping They found one mattress that had been flipped over to hide a large pool of blood, and there was evidence of blood spatter across the whole trailer, ceiling, walls, everywhere, even in the master bedroom, too. Mm. Confronted with this evidence, Kathy admitted that she maybe had seen Mauricio hit Isaiah, but stated that the first sign of any abuse was just a few months earlier around Christmas, and it's March at this time, so just a few months ago. She said she saw Mauricio hit Isaiah and threaten him, telling him to stop crying and be a man at six years old. She admitted that she had seen Mauricio hit Isaiah with the belt buckle, extension cord, his knuckles, and various other objects. And she made sure to release herself of any blame, though, stating her only crime was not alerting authorities to the abuse.
1: Which is a pretty big one, considering the outcome. Yes. Even if that is true. Right. I feel like the way this is being framed it is not true.
0: Let's talk about that. So on March 30 this is this is kind of graphic. So on March 31st, the Arkansas State Medical Examiner ruled that Isaiah Torres was murdered. He died from acute peritonitis due to rectal trauma occurring within 24 hours of his demise. So basically what that means to summarize from like medical perspective, his colon had ruptured spilling all the contents into his abdominal cavity which caused infection bleeding and ultimately death if not treated so he had a, a ruptured colon basically and it just i mean you can't live with that he had been raped the examiner noted multiple injuries in, of different stages of healing as well as multiple scars which indicated chronic child abuse which eventually they determined had been occurring for about two years so
1: so not since Christmas. Not not at all. Not however many months. That, not like three or no, so-ish months. not at
0: all. So something incredibly sinister was at play here, and investigators were determined to get to the bottom of it. So Kathy and Mauricio were arrested and held with no bail, bail leading up to their separate trials for the murder of their six-year-old son, Isaiah. So just a little bit of backstory here, where... I think there was failure. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Sorry.
1: Just need a moment. I'm good. Okay.
0: So as investigators dug into Kathy and Mauricio's background, they found some disturbing details. So when Mauricio and Kathy got together, like I said, there was varying number of children that I saw. I I don't think some of the stories accounted for all of them. Maybe some of the stories duplicated some children, but for sure, Kathy had three children of her own from a previous relationship. Mauricio had two children of his own from a previous relationship and some stepchildren as well. Um, the family actually lived in Jonesboro at the time of of this is a few years back before before Isaiah and his sisters were adopted. Oh, interesting! So, so this is before this. They were in Jonesboro.
1: The the beacon of northeast Arkansas.
0: Yeah, we we know we know Jonesboro. Sure do. So DHS had received multiple complaints of physical and sexual abuse at the hands of Mauricio, all five children removed from the home. And I think it might have been more kids, but this article said five. When Mauricio and Kathy relocated to the Benton slash Rogers area, they were easily able to adopt three more children, which included Isaiah and his sister's. Even given their sketchy background and their DHS involvement and the removal of their other children, they were still able to adopt three kids.
1: Did they know about this? I mean, or did it somehow slip through the cracks that this had happened
0: before? Failure of the system. I have no idea, but Mm. that is a complete failure right there. Clearly, these people are not capable of raising children and they were able to adopt three more innocent children. So total failure. That's a very, that's a very frustrating aspect right there total failure which is kind of another well we'll talk about it in a little bit but it was also found that at least two reports of abuse against Isaiah had been made prior to his death and both were deemed quote unsubstantiated which is again an utter failure on the part of the system and that's what reminds me kind of of the Gabriel Fernandez because there were reports his teachers reported abuse and they went and went to the home and talked to the parents. The parents like, no, everything's fine. He's fine. They didn't go in. They didn't do a walk around. If they had, they might have seen something else. And, you know, Gabriel or Isaiah could have been saved from the situation. But anyways, I'm I'm a little heated about that. So <clears throat> in 2016, Mauricio was brought to trial for the murder of his adopted son. Kathy would end up taking, this was after this first trial, actually, But just to get it out of the way, Kathy would end up taking a plea deal for life in prison without parole. But Mauricio wanted to take his chances with the trial, even though the death penalty was on the table. And the same thing for Kathy. That's why she took a plea deal, was because she didn't want the death penalty.
1: I assume if he had taken a plea, it would have been life without parole as well. Yes, yes. Which like, I mean, it sounds sort of like um, last week when the guy, well, not exactly like this, but... The guy who was the serial rapist who admitted to a murder he didn't commit because they threatened him with the death penalty, and he's like, "I'll just take life without parole." Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. It's like, yeah, I don't know if I'd roll the dice on that one, bud. Yeah.
1: Well, he did. Especially in this one. This one, there's way more evidence. A lot than it was even for that guy. Yes. Who was already in jail, but still.
0: So, but he wanted to take his chances. So the prosecution, I'm going to kind of go through the trial. Um, this is the bullet, the the short points of the trial that lasted for a few days. Um, so I'm going to talk about some of that. The prosecution opened up talking about how Isaiah had suffered years of abuse at the hands of his parents. How his injuries at the time of his death were vast and just of the most awful variety. And they stated that Mauricio knowingly and purposefully inflicted these injuries on this child the defense stated Mauricio was just punishing his son, not knowingly trying to murder or rape him. I'm like, well, what did you expect would happen?
1: Right. I I mean, you know, sometimes not necessarily this thing, but like you see sometimes there will be cases of child abuse and mm-hmm. people will be like, oh, I got spanked as a kid. And it's like, this is not the same thing <laughs> at all.
0: Yeah. This
1: is way, this is well beyond this that. This is
0: not the same thing Like at all.
1: Yeah. This I, is
0: not spanking. This is just the utter annihilation of a child. Yeah. So the prosecution called two of Isaiah's to start off with two of Isaiah's previous kindergarten teachers. Because remember, at the time of his death, he was being homeschooled. So it's kind of hard in that situation because you don't have the teachers who can see the kid every day, see the bruises on them, hear the stories they're telling. So he had been you know, I guess at four and five preschool, you know, but once he got school age, he was moved to homeschooling. So this was while he was still in school. So two of Isaiah's, Isaiah's previous kindergarten teachers came to the stand. Each of them stated how they had documented bruises, taken pictures on Isaiah and notified DHS multiple times. DHS did not reach out to the teachers. Either time, reports were made to follow up or ask questions. Failure. Next on the stand was the physician who had pronounced Isaiah dead at the hospital. When he notified Kathy and Mauricio that their son had died, neither parent was fazed emotional and there was no reaction, which he said is very unusual from par- for parents. Prosecution then called. <clears throat> The lead Bella Vista, the the Bella Vista lead investigator, Tim Cook, to the stand and played a recording between Tim Cook and Mauricio from April 6, which was about a week after Isaiah had died. In the recorded interview, Mauricio stated that Isaiah had aggression issues and punishing him had become a family event, stating that even his sisters would partake in, in hurting him. He talked about how his father used to beat him as well. And so that's why he did this. He admitted to the chronic abuse, but denied any knowledge or or, or doing of anything of rape of any kind with an object or anything. The jury was played additional recordings of Mauricio's confession to Tim Cook. In it, Mauricio stated that he didn't want to go down alone for the crime, saying that Kathy was guilty, but he also didn't want to implicate her, but that he needed to come clean on things that had happened. So Mauricio stated that this is this is very graphic. Mauricio stated that while on the camping trip and in the trailer that they were in March 28th and 29th, after Isaiah was found to be eating cake that was meant only for Kathy and his two sisters, Isaiah was punished. Mauricio then told of how he inserted a stick-like object into Isaiah's rectum and made him stand in a corner and do squats with the object still in him. When Kathy thought that Isaiah was not going fast enough, she came behind the boy and shoved him down, which pushed the stick into him even further. He said later that day, the boy complained of abdominal pain for which Kathy gave him Pepto Bismol. When asked about the stick object, Mauricio said he didn't know where it was or what it was. It was just missing. Yeah, go figure. So, next to the witness stand was Isaiah's older sister, and she stated that the young boy was abused often. (laughs) This is terrible, too. That he was abused often, that he was forced to sleep in a cage every night, and at least in one circumstance in a recycle bin in the bathroom. Um, And later it was found he had slept in the recycle bin for a month straight. She stated that Mauricio would yank Isaiah's teeth out with pliers when he found out Isaiah had been speaking bad about him. He would also beat Isaiah with cords and sticks and would make the girls hit Isaiah as well, which they complied with, fearing what would happen to them if they didn't. Other times, Mauricio would make Isaiah carry weights around on his shoulders, just walk around with weights on his shoulders, which when you're six years old, you're like 50 pounds.
1: I mean, yeah, you're, and you're not strong no, at all. Not at all. I mean, heck, you and I probably can't walk around with weights too <laughs> I much know, right now. Yeah, I, I don't know.
0: So Isaiah was not allowed to eat with the family, not with the sisters, not with the family. He was allowed only to eat. Excuse me, peanut butter, rice, and beans. She said that Mauricio, she being his sister, Mauricio would force Isaiah to eat and drink Mauricio's urine and feces. There was also an instance when Mauricio urinated in a bucket, dipped Isaiah's underwear in it, and made him wear it. Her brother was only allowed to take cold showers, and one time, one of her parents, she could not remember which one, poured bleach on Isaiah, to which he received second-degree chemical burns and was taken to Arkansas Children's Hospital in Little Rock to be treated, which is where that chemical burn came from. Even though he had a twin sister, they would only celebrate her birthday and never his, even though it was on the same day. They were given Christmas presents and stockings. Isaiah received a stocking with coal only. When asked about the events of the day leading up to Isaiah's death, the young girl said that they, they were camping in Missouri when at one point um, she saw Isaiah in the shower with his hands and legs tied with shoelaces and no shoes or clothes on. Before they returned home, like her Mauricio had called Isaiah back into the camper at some point and uh, shut the door. And then he opened it for something and she saw her brother in the camper with a stick in his rectum. The medical examiner came to the stand next and gave a detailed and graphic retelling of all of Isaiah's injuries, both fresh and old, and of his horrible death. He noted several teeth had been removed, broken, or like knocked out. He noted Isaiah's deformed nose from being broken and not reset. He noted a large scar from underneath Isaiah's breastbone down to his hips. The bruises on Isaiah's fingers and wrists were from self-defense and shielding from being beat. He counted more than 60 marks on the child's back from a whip-like object, lacerations on the child's knees and feet, and 30 scars on his head. Septic shock was eventually what resulted in his death from the contents of his colon spilling into his abdominal cavity. All of Mauricio's stepchildren and biological children gave testimony of his incredible abuse against them as well. At the end of his trial in November 2016, Mauricio Torres was found guilty of capital murder and abuse and sentenced to death. But he appealed and was granted a new trial with his conviction overturned in 2019 because the prosecution needed to prove that Mauricio knowingly inflicted the injuries to cause death, which is like, clearly, I mean, what's going to result from you doing that? And because the extra battery charge he had been convicted of didn't happen in, it it didn't happen in Arkansas, it happened in Missouri. So they had to find a guilty verdict with the Arkansas stuff only, I I believe. So in January of 2020, last year, the trial began over again with basically the same testimony being presented. And in March, he was again found guilty. However, during the penalty phase of the trial, Quentin Martin, stepson of Mauricio, was called as a witness. When asked if Mauricio had ever raped him as a child, he was quiet for a minute. Then Quentin leaped from the witness stand to come after Mauricio. Papers flew, tables were knocked over, and the jury was like immediately and quickly moved to the jury room. Following this incident, the Benton County Circuit Court stated they would declare a mistrial for both the trials guilty, like for the trial and the penalty phase. So both parts got a mistrial. So in April 2020, the state of Arkansas petitioned to have the guilt phase be held and just the penalty phase retried, but they were denied this motion. And then COVID happened. So it's just been there. But in February of this year, of 2021, a third trial was rescheduled for Mauricio and it will begin in January of 2022. So what a show.
1: That's, yeah, that's something. Um at least he's still in prison because he's he denied bail and all that. Yes.
0: And Kathy's there. She accepted yeah. the plea deal. And I don't know what, what happened to his sisters, what's become of them. All I know is how freaking traumatizing to have to be a part of that.
1: Yeah. And and I assume he'll be found guilty again. I, I sure do. I would be shocked.
0: I mean, he's been found guilty twice. Yeah. I mean.
1: It, essentially so. Yes. Even though in technicality it didn't happen, whatever. Right. But it's. He did. It it seems like he'll be guilty again.
0: So with that, that is an incredibly like when when Andrew came in today, John was like, She's been crying about writing this case today. And I did, especially I'm gonna cry if I talk about it, but there was um I went to do, Find a Grave. <laughs> I went to find and people can post like Graves and memorials of people that have died and usually a lot of our victims you can find them on findagrave.com And so I went there and people can leave virtual flowers and usually you see a few there But 50 people had left virtual flowers for isaiah (laughs) They were the most heartbreaking things. There was one person who had left a picture of a dog and was like every (laughs) I'm gonna cry every little boy should have a dog you didn't get to have one you know here's mine I hope you guys can can run free together and stuff I was like oh my god why am I reading this <laughs> it was so sad but just to know that this could have been prevented and the same thing with Gabriel Fernandez this could have been prevented and I want to talk a little bit about that mm. let me get it back together uh. We're going to so, take a moment for Caitlin here. <laughs> I just got to just gotta wipe my eyes real quick. I'm trying okay. to
1: think if there's a dumb thing I can talk about to lighten the mood for a second while no, she gets herself together. Or, I want, are okay, you ready? I'm ready. You're ready. Okay, okay. never mind.
0: So I want to talk about first mandated reporters in Arkansas. There are a lot of them. Basically, everybody is a mandated reporter. Uh, there's a huge list, but I just kind of want to hit the highlights. Child care workers, foster workers, adopter workers, anybody that's involved with domestic abuse, you know, advocate, you know therapists, anything like that, shelters, uh, coroners, dentists, dental hygienists, nurses, doctors, and any other health care provider of any kind, school nurses, teachers, judges, law enforcement, uh, mental health professionals, uh, lawyers, uh, counselors, talked about that, any school official, even including higher education, social workers, uh, court appointed special advocates, Probation officers, clergy, any clergy, um, uh, sexual abuse advocates, rape crisis advocates, talked about that. Victim witness coordinators, employees of the Crime Against Children Division, anybody. There are so many people that are mandated reporters. If you have any inkling that something is wrong, you need to report it. His teachers did the right thing. Um, So there is a hotline. Arkansas Child Abuse Hotline. There's a national hotline. Um, I didn't get that. I just have the Arkansas uh, Child Abuse Hotline number. It's 1-800-482-5964. And Andrew can put that in the show notes. Um, And I just want to talk about, you know, you think what does child abuse look like? It can look like a lot of different things. They did the right thing by documenting if you can take pictures take pictures of the bruises uh especially when they're in different stages of healing when you have some fresh purple ones and some green ones kids fall all the time but when it's when it's repetitive when it's big when it looks like a handprint or it looks like a finger grasp you know with yeah. like in a line
1: i remember being a rambunctious kid and i'd have bruises all the oh, time yeah totally but it'd just be like a little thing on the knee or whatever right. it's not like what when it's this bruising
0: be. on the back when it's bruising on the legs when it's bruising on some necks that's unusual on the knees. Yeah. That's normal. Elbows, sure. Hands, yeah, maybe. When you catch yourself when you fall, but when you, I mean, it's hard because he wasn't in a school setting, and it's usually a lot of times it's teachers that catch it, you know, because they see them every single day, and he didn't have that opportunity. But according to the Mayo, Mayo Clinic, here's some, some, some signs of possible child abuse in a child. A child who's being abused may feel guilty, ashamed, or confused. He or she may be afraid to tell anyone about the abuse, especially if the abuser is a parent, other relative, or family friend. And that's why it's vital to watch for red flags. It's kind of a big list here, such as withdrawal from friends or usual activities, changes in normal behavior such as anger, aggression, hostility, or hyperactivity or changes in school performances rebellious or defiant behavior depression anxiety unusual fears or sudden loss of self-confidence lack of supervision frequent absences from school reluctance to leave school activities or a reluctance to go home like when they're they don't want to go home which you know sometimes they're like "No, i'm having fun but when it's an everyday thing and they cry to think about going home um Attempts at running away, self-harm, which can happen in children that age. Unexplained injuries like bruises, fractures, or burns, which he had all of that. Injuries that don't match the given explanation, which is like, like what Kathy said. Oh, his nose has been always a little crooked. Uh, not that crooked, no. Sexual behavior or knowledge that is inappropriate for their age, blood in the child's underwear, frequent UTIs, which is urinary tract infections, wetting the bed abnormally, like if it's a sudden thing, uh, desperately seeking affection, delayed or inappropriate emotional development, regression, which means like, kind of like wetting the bed. If they're potty trained, but then they start wetting the bed, that's regression back to a younger age. If they're talking normally, but then they go back to like a babble baby talk, you know, and they just keep with that. Sometimes kids just be goofy, but if it's, you know, if it's a regression in, you know, in something, if they go back to a younger age, that's regression. Poor hygiene, under or overweight, lack of appropriate clothing, like if they only have like sandals and a sleeveless shirt in winter. Now from parents, some signs you might see from the parents, blaming the child for any and everything, showing little interest in the child, referring to the child as evil or worthless type terms or belittling them. Extreme physical discipline severely limits child interactions outside of the home or offers conflicting explanations, confl- conflicting explanations of child injuries, or no explanation at all. Those are just some common signs and symptoms of abuse. And it could be none of those things, it could be just the child just doesn't say anything that they were just very quiet. And that's when you have to be their advocate. Um, like I said, teachers a lot of the times are they're the only advocates and you know what if you suspect something if it's one thing I have learned in my 31 years is that if you feel it in your gut go with it because you know what we have instincts that are that can be so right and I think I remember not to make this about me but just like I think I remember telling you when my ex was cheating on me I had vivid dreams like the most vivid dreams I've ever had three of the same ones and I just like my body was like girl, something's going on. My gut news, and I didn't listen to it. Listen to your gut. It knows. And these teachers knew. They knew. And they, I mean, they had, they had physical proof.
1: Also, sometimes some people's guts ain't good.
0: Yeah, well, they, if it's something bad. But, yeah. Like this, just, what's the worst that's going to happen? At least
1: keep an eye on it. Yes, and keep. Which the teachers did in this case. Yes,
0: they did the right thing. They did the right thing. It is where our system has got to be improved because, I mean, they didn't follow with the teachers at all. And same thing with Gabriel Fernandez. Multiple social workers came out to check on him because of all the that teacher that Gabriel Fernandez has. She made multiple reports. And DHS people went out there and were just like, yeah, everything looks fine. Just poked your head in. They didn't talk to Gabriel at all. Or if they talked to him, it was in the presence of his parents. And if a kid may fear if they say something in front of their parents that they're going to get beaten. You know, so, I mean, something's got to be done. And why did they? Why were they allowed to adopt three children after they had all their kids taken away? You know, what the heck? Where was the? What happened there? Where was the failure? Where was the disconnect there? This story makes me very sad and it makes me very mad. And I was very emotional writing it today. Um, but just keep your eyes open. Listen to your gut and always be an advocate for people that need it especially kids. Kids
1: yeah, they have very, virtually no agency in no, their lives. They, not
0: at all. Not at all. So um I used a lot of different sources. Um talked about Find a Grave, a lot of local affiliates in Northwest Arkansas, Arkansas Times, uh medium.com which I've used before, ABC News, um and then the Mayo Clinic for all that stuff. So yeah. That's, that's that. Well. Told you it was a heavy yeah. one. <laughs> Remember that case you did that was heavy? And I was like, why did you do that? <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, I see your case and I take it up one more.
1: Yeah. Um, you want to talk about something weird?
0: Yes, let's, my, let's, let's, yeah. let's leave that story there. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um. So my mom went shopping the other day.
0: Where'd she go? I want to know.
1: I, was, I I don't remember. Some like strip mall to like the outlets, Ross Which, or something. I don't, somebody some was murdered like at that. the outlets. Did you see that? I did not.
0: You didn't see that? No. Somebody was murdered at the
1: outlets. The ones in Little Rock?
0: Yeah. There's a carnival there right now. Somebody was murdered I, at the carnival. I
1: was, uh, so my car was acting up recently and I was trying to make sure it was going to still work and I actually drove out there and saw that carnival. Like I was just driving around on like the freeway and stuff and I was just like, yeah. And I was like, okay, time to turn around from where I'm going. I saw that carnival there, and I was like... That's weird. Who in the world would go to a flipping carnival right now? I know. hang out with these goddamn carnies. They probably got all the COVIDs. They're going to sh- just spray that all over you. Well,
0: that's like when I went... We went to Hot Springs a couple weekends ago, and that was the same thing. That carnival was there, and I was like... Oh, my
1: gosh. I was like,
0: yeah. why is that carnival there? Hallie's like, I want to go. And of I was like, we're things. not going there. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going there.
1: I don't want to go to those in good times. Yeah,
0: for real, though.
1: <laughs> like uh yeah there's sometimes where i see people like at stuff like um asu basketball games i saw like a bunch of people like i'd watch on the internet and be like hey it's look at these there's like eight people clustered together none of them are wearing masks maybe one of them has a mask and they're wearing it as a chin diaper <laughs> um i'm just thinking like why would you be so brazen because this is back again this is back in like back. it was still cold Oh, so that's when it was getting real bad. It, when it was still bad, like for real, these bad, and we didn't even have vaccine distribution yeah, like yeah. at all. Uh, I'm just like, why are you risking COVID to go watch this garbage team that sucks <laughs> yeah. so bad? Yeah. They're terrible. Yeah. Anyway, the weird thing is, my um, mom went shopping. She came back out to her car, and on our windshield was a newsletter. From Tony Alamo Christian Ministries.
0: Which is episode 25, if you haven't listened to it. We pronounced it wrong the whole episode. A friend I work with was like, yeah, Tony Alamo. I was like, it's not Tony Alamo, you crazy pants. It's Tony Alamo. It's not. It's Tony Alamo.
1: Yeah, it's just like a thing with like something he wrote. It even says like, written in 2011 by Tony Alamo, a.k.a. Bernie Hoffman. They give his real name, which is weird. Yeah, which is, yeah um but yeah and they don't show any pictures of him when he looked like macho man randy savage no which that's
0: is, an that's like a picture from like the 70s or something yeah
1: it's like a very normal picture him and him and susan there it,
0: yeah um it, it's very um bible thumping i read i read part of it and it was like you need to eat the word of the bible you need to drink the word of the bible
1: and oh yeah the uh, big thing he wrote it's called mother nature uh, it has question mark, I don't know uh like it has a bunch of footnotes with uh, bible, bible verses like, yeah. where where you can get it where you can get that citation on,
0: yeah it was good so, he cited his works, yeah,
1: it's just like there's twenty two on this one page, and it says That's so many and actually it's more than twenty two it's it says like twenty two and then it has like like thirteen verses here, just for that footnote little section there, yeah,
0: uh, and it says if it was like, please don't throw this away.' And said, "Please, you know, if you're if you're gonna throw it away, please pass it along to somebody else and spread the word of Tony Alamo."
1: I guess my mom did that. She didn't throw it away. She (laughs) She gave it to me. Gave it to you. (laughs) I have brought it to you now. Oh
0: my gosh, what will we do with it? We'll put it in our um in our memory box for Painted Town Dead memory box.
1: I think you should take a picture of it and post it on the Instagram. Okay. Do it for the gram. Okay, I'll think think about it. it. I don't know. That's that's more your domain than mine. Yeah. Um, Well, that's pretty cool, though. Yeah. pretty, Pretty weird. Do you spend much time your main crime thing is um forensic files right that's like your main just go to watch a thing yeah on TV
0: You know I'm really into the podcast thing and okay. D- and Dateline has a, po- a podcast So have I you love ha- have you
1: watched much of like the shows that Investigation Discovery makes
0: No I'm more of the um HLN
1: Yeah the Forensic files. It's where forensic files is um, on, yeah. so I just want to say I'm pretty sure isn't Man with a Van on ID Man's with Vans is that and so this is this why is I'm bad. bringing this up bad because I'm pretty sure all of their shows are made by hack frauds <laughs> why because so there was another case I was investigating or not investigating but you know researching I didn't really we haven't done it and I'm not sure when I'll do it did you there, put
0: it on the on our document yeah okay and I saw so it.
1: there is an ID episode of a show uh-huh. where they do it and just knowing what the actual case is it was infuriating to watch that's
0: kind of how it was with the other one with, you were yeah, telling me Mans about with it with
1: vans is like because who was similar. that
0: that was um was that casey woody yes or no
1: it was the the yeah
0: it yeah. was casey woody and i was like this is so over dramatized it's
1: over dramatized they like try and make up a bunch of red herrings and yes. stuff and they totally do that with the thing i was watching because it's like i I don't Oh is it gonna be this guy that we just made up or oh is it actually this person who thinks her husband's cheating on her and it's like well that was like not even a factor in this case but that's whatever yeah like it's it's baffling to watch they are hack frauds don't support them
0: that's why i like uh forensic files because it's like here here's the forensics here's the case was it solved is it unsolved like, Here we very are. Very dry. Yeah, and Dateline. I mean, they t- they go for a story, but they have a lot of um, interviews that they do with the with the people involved with the case, as far as like family yeah. and friends. So it's nice to get that perspective as well. Um, yeah, so, on, and, they, and they do friends and family of like if if somebody was put on trial, you know, the person who was put on trial, the the guilty party, they have their friends and family talk and their side of the story as well as the innocent people. You know,
1: yeah, that's fine. I yeah. just. Um, I'm pretty sure ID are hack frauds, and nobody should support yeah, them. I want to like them. There was there was one I watched. I remember thinking like whatever show it was, it was like oh this is this is fine. What, what was they it? Did. Um, did they have
0: the I Survive show? Is that on ID? Because that's a good one. I
1: don't know, but I I would be curious. Like I want to go back and like look up everything they do and just be like, I'm you know going s- to th- see what the real thing is and how it compares to your hacky garbage do you schlock. You have, do you have YouTube TV? I don't
0: because uh, Aly- Melissa showed me a pretty cool thing to do to get to all the channels episodes of stuff. It's pretty cool.
1: Oh, I mean, I have direct TV and there's on demand stuff. That's how I watch Mans with Fans.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, don't watch
1: that show. And also you can, if you have the right, like log in. So like the show I watched, I watched on my laptop for free. So that's Mans with Fans. Uh, Mans with Vans. And then also the thing I'm talking about that I saw recently.
0: What was the name of the show? Do you remember
1: something about water? dark waters i don't know something oh okay like that okay okay but that's
0: it's very very dramatized uh,
1: I'm, yeah. here, I'm here for the facts it is not if you want to know like they shouldn't even they should just make a law and order style show where there's like based on real events or like ripped from the headlines so it's not it's not yeah. the actual thing it's just like vaguely like it yeah so because like that, ins- I remember in the, inspired by it in but, the
0: casey woody one the man's with fans it was um like the brother or something
1: the brother's friend. friend
0: who was never like a, and he was suspect. always
1: he was always like standing just off it was off, shady like to the other corner of the screen like i hope they don't realize it was definitely me the way i'm looking
0: even though it totally wasn't and it wasn't even close to him no
1: it, it was, yeah i don't like that they it pa- was terrible painted him in a bad light and they also added in some other person who didn't Did exist, even exist as far as i knew yeah so i was like what what is the i don't yeah yeah garbage no, it's not garbage. Tell me, professional wrestling. Oh my god! Uh, I'll just jump. Through. This is the thing I've been watching because yeah, it's, it it's WrestleMania week. Mm. I watched NXT Stand and Deliver nights one and two. Night two, that's the one where Poppy performed you, our you our favorite.
0: That. No, that is not the not official my
1: favorite. the official favorite musician of the podcast. Poppy, that's a lie. P o p p y. She's Poppy. Anyway. um... Uh, Stand Deliver was awesome. Walter and Champa basically killed each other. It was great. Night one of WrestleMania was great. Well, some of it was great. The opener was great. The main event was greater. And there was a good match in there somewhere. Rollins and Cesaro. And that's all I'm going to say about the wrestling. I'm going to watch some more tonight. Oh, WrestleMania okay. night two. Yippee. Oh. How many nights is it? uh two this is the second year they've done this oh okay the first year they did it last year they did because covid stuff they didn't even do a crowd at all yeah it was Awkward. really weird yeah. yeah yeah that's where um night one yeah. main event was the one where undertaker and aj styles was that's where that meme comes from where the undertaker <laughs> like, stand behind him yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: that is pretty funny yeah. i like that meme a lot
1: <laughs> that that, uh, that was a really good match too it was really fun yeah. it's just wacky and goofy
0: was, what about that wrestler that passed away the young guy was he Brody Lee
1: yeah was that uh he used to wrestle in WWE but I think he had left by last year's WrestleMania okay okay. and he was wrestling in a company called AEW
0: oh yeah 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 I remember that
1: yeah so that's what I got to say about the wrestling the good stuff cool um real quick I watched two of those Taika Waititi movies
0: (gasps) yes I
1: forgot Hunt for the Wilder People it's available on Netflix and Hulu okay and then Jojo Rabbit which is on HBO Max Uh uh-huh um, Tell me what you thought. Uh Hunt for the World of People is really good and funny it and was funny. heartfelt. It and was you feel very you good. feel feelings. You do. Jojo Rabbit is also kinda of funny and also I, I weird like that. and awesome.
0: <laughs> it's it's only funny because
1: of everything yes and how weird it is
0: and take how was like i can't wait to play hitler because he would hate it if i played hitler if he was alive and guess what i'm a brown person and i'm gonna play hitler yeah <laughs> and i just love that
1: it's a very sad movie also it's
0: very hard i mean it takes i t- and talked I and mean, we talked about it's, it it's
1: during th- towards the end of world war ii and in it's germany. in germany
0: yeah it's, so it's a bad time and it involves uh, around a, a nine-year-old kid so
1: yeah exactly is he nine? Ten, i think Ten? okay Something, it's close yeah. enough it's also weird like Um, now that you mentioned like the, the horrible Mauricio, whatever, like he's always telling a small child to be a man. Yeah. It's interesting how I was thinking about that suddenly in Jojo Rabbit, it's all the like kids who are telling Jojo to be more of a man, but Mm -hmm. all the adults are like real nice to him, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know if you noticed that. Like his mom obviously is like, oh no, my little, my little cub or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, that Nazi guy's like kind of nice to him Sam Rockwell. Yeah, he's he's nice to him. Yeah, and weird.
0: Yeah, and and uh, uh, Theon Greyjoy's in it.
1: <laughs> which who's that?
0: He plays um, Sam Rockwell's little sidekick. Buddy. Oh,
1: yeah. I wonder what's up with that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I like them both. I I would recommend both of them. Yes. Hunt for it, the Wilder People is less depressing, maybe, yeah. but it is it's also still sad. Has some sad stuff in it.
0: I just love the part where he's like, just got real <laughs> with the gun. Thanks, Caitlin. Yeah, you're welcome. You can bleep it. Yeah. You want me to, you know, you want me to do it again?
1: No, because it'll be the same amount of work. Okay. <laughs> um, it was. Yeah. It, yeah there's that a lot part, of funny yeah. stuff in there.
0: It was. That's my favorite part. Yeah.
1: Um, I liked when he kept trying to say he was a gangster. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's like, you're not a gangster. You're not a gangster.
1: Um, I was surprised after that part, I won't spoil it, but there's a thing that happens. I'm surprised the heck wasn't just like, okay, that was pretty gangster or something, because he does a thing. Anyway. I don't want to spoil it.
0: I like uh, I like the shot of him when he like stands up in the bushes and he has those plants on his head or whatever. And he's just like looking at you. Know, just, yeah, that kid. What's his name? I don't uh, know. I looked name. it up. You did, he's, he's, cause he's he he was in Deadpool, wasn't he?
1: I think that's right. Deadpool two. Yeah, and Deadpool he's in two. Godzilla versus Kong. Yes, that's yes. why I, I rec- was he
0: funny in that movie.
1: He's barely in it. The humans oh. in general are barely in it. They don't matter.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Fortunately, what's uh, Julian Dennison? He plays Ricky Baker. Yeah. Ricky Baker. Ah, uh, Ricky Baker. The song <laughs> that she sings, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Uh oh, it's such a good, such a good, good movie.
1: Yeah, I definitely recommend that one.
0: Yeah. It was Teiko Atiti, did he play a character in it? He
1: was the preacher. Oh, yeah.
0: Because yeah. he usually makes an appearance in his movies. Yeah. Like He played K- Krog... He was, a, Ra- he was a
1: rock monster in Thor Ragnarok. Yes, I don't in Thor Ragnarok.
0: He's like, get out of here, ghost.
1: <laughs> um... Do you want to jump in? Do you have anything? No, I'm glad you watched those movies. Though
0: those okay. are those are some of my. I think Takeaway TD movies take up the first few spots of favorite movies.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna try and watch what we do in the shadows, the <sighs> movie. I have but it. it's not it's not available for free anywhere. No. It's like 99 cents rental on Amazon. I yeah, think. yeah. So I might just do that.
0: It's not. It's. It's still pretty. It's very dry. It like, doesn't
1: seem like it's a heartfelt thing. No. the same way. It's it just seems goofy. like it's just funny. It's just goofy. It's and, so goofy. And the TV show, which people seem to like, I believe is available on Hulu. Yes. Yes, it is. So I'm going I'm to probably check those out at some point.
0: Yeah. I, I need to watch it. It looks pretty funny. Um,
1: uh, and I'll splice in probably watching The Boys Season 2 finally because I, of how vile it is.
0: Andrew, I did watched you? Episode 1.
1: How'd you feel? Dude. you going to watch more? <laughs>
0: Dude. The first five minutes, I was like, what? did he just? did he just do that did he just yes. with the girl that just happened and it did happen and no i'm uh you i'm done? gonna watch no i'm okay. gonna watch more i'm gonna watch more i want i want to s- i want i want to see some bad things happen to those people
1: so you only saw the first episode yeah that's what's the last thing i think i remember but tell me in case
0: the last thing that happened
1: do they deal with is translucent man or whatever around
0: they shocked him. okay with electricity.
1: Okay, yeah, so they, they have the fight with him. Yes. All right, so yeah, that's what I thought was the last thing of the first episode.
0: Yes, yes.
1: That show, man. It's, it's a lot. It And it gets more.
0: And it's like, yeah, it's very much a reflection of there's Aquaman. It's like a mush up of like Aquaman, Captain America, Marvel and DC. Just like...
1: The main character, the the Seven, I think is what they're called. They're yes. basically a Justice League because there is like, there's a Superman, there's a Wonder Woman, there's a yes. Flash. There's uh, Batman, there's uh, Aquaman, yeah, there's Aquaman slash Harvey Weinstein, Um, there's, yeah. um,
0: Yeah, for real though, yeah.
1: Yeah, the the guy Black Noir, he's like a Batman type. Oh,
0: okay, yeah, yeah. Which
1: is funny because I'm reading Invincible, that comic book still, and there's a very obvious Justice League analog where there is like a character named Darkwing, okay, Uh, that's the Batman, War Woman, that's the Wonder Woman um red rush that's the flash (laughs) their aquaman is like a a literal fish man though which is fun
0: that's funny the only thing that i let the guy that plays who's the main guy in it carl urban no no what's the what's the superhero's name that's like the main the
1: the one who's like the superman yeah homelander
0: homelander see that's one i think that they it's more of a captain america person I oh, think that
1: he's a Superman. I don't know. He does, he even he does has have the laser, same powers. He has laser beams. He flies. Has super strength. I know, and but does but laser seemed, eyes.
0: But he seems more Captain America because he's just like the good old blonde hair, blue eye, and he has the, the stars and stripes on his back.
1: But that's kind of what Superman was: truth, justice, the American way. Yeah, yeah. He's he's just it's from true. Kansas. All that. Okay, yeah, he's, you're he's right. He's very much the he's very much a super America's
0: America's superhero.
1: Yeah. The,
0: Okay, yeah, I see it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Get the, it, the guy
1: who's very obviously a superman analog. It's it. like Superman. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited to hear more of what you think <laughs> about the show. It. I know I need to watch it. It is. It is something. Um we watched uh speaking of superheroes, going into
0: that yeah. territory. We watched uh I'm all caught up on Captain America, no, Winter Soldier and Falcon. Yeah. Sorry, I had to burp. Okay. Um yeah, what did uh what did what did you think? It's Again, good. it's not really like, it's not really like WandaVision where it's like, what's going to happen? It's a big mystery.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's not. It's more of a, I mean, there is mystery and stuff, but it is, I think they're only doing like six episodes on this one. Oh, six okay. Six or seven. So we're close to the So end. I, it needs to do something quick. It feels yeah, like. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think we've hit a tipping point in yes, this last episode. Yes,
0: yes. Um, so, spoilers, just in case you haven't watched. We
1: will well, we'll talk before, spoilers. Before, let's um, let's talk about something else real quick. Oh, okay. So, we can leave the spoilers at the end, okay. like we normally do. Oh, okay. What? Because um, I just want to mention that Office super fan cut stuff. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. on Peacock, they have episodes of The Office. Mm-hmm. So far, it's just like episodes from season three, uh-huh. where they got deleted scenes and extended scenes and put them into the actual episodes. So, they're like That's a few minutes cool. longer. But it's totally throwing me off to watch them, because... I've watched those episodes like a thousand times and so when a scene goes too long or a scene that didn't exist before is there, I'm just like, this "Wait, what? Is, I feel uncomfortable now.
0: Have you seen anything that's like, that was really funny? I'm glad they put that in there.
1: Mm, there was something. The only thing I can think of right now because I just watched it, mm. I should have like written some of these down, but yeah. I didn't. The episode with, um, his name is Martin. He was the black guy that turns out was a former fellow. Oh, yeah. There's, like, way more stuff. Like, Stanley hates him. Like, oh, he's, really? like, mean to him. Oh, really? When he finds out he's he was in prison, he's like, there's only two black guys here. And, of course, one of them's a felon or something. <laughs> and he's, like, kind of a jerk to him. It's really strange. Yeah. And that's, like, not in the original. Um, Angela and Dwight are even more suspicious and weird about him. Like, there's a part where um, uh, he's going to, uh, Martin, the black guy, mm-hmm. who was the felon, mm-hmm. He was going to drive Meredith to like a tire shop or something, mm-hmm. and um, they're both being very suspicious of him. Mm-hmm. So like Angela's like, "Oh, that's, that's your car. And that's your license plate. Your license plate four two something something something. It's four two something something something." Like she says it over and over and over again, and mm-hmm. then like writes it down mm-hmm. very obviously in front of him and stuff. <laughs> God. Like and, so there's stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then when he comes back, Dwight's like interrogating him even more. God. Yeah, it's very, it's very strange. Yeah. So that's, huh. that's all I wanted to say about that.
0: I can't wait till you get to the dinner. My favorite episode of them all. It's not on there. The dinner party episode.
1: Well, it's not on there.
0: I know, but maybe it will be eventually. I'm yeah. sure it will be. Someday. And I just can't wait to hear about that one because that one is my all-time favorite episode. I think it's mo- a lot of people's favorite episode.
1: Yeah, it, it's. I think there was like a online tournament Pole poll thing? where it was like did yes, it win yeah
0: it was probably like scott's tots versus dinner party
1: i bet it wasn't scott's tots you don't think I don't, so i don't think people like scott's tots that that's much that's so cringy it is it's
0: so i can't watch. i literally skipped that episode because it makes me hurt so much
1: yeah i bet that's not one of them um i said i was reading invincible still mm. um oh by the way speaking yeah. of
0: reading listening to i got i finished the midnight library yeah
1: how do you feel about it do you recommend
0: it got a little choked up it's definitely it's not an action book or anything like that it is a slow burner get out
1: of here it
0: is it is a slow burner it is a book to be introspective with and boy was i introspective because it's all about like kind of what i thought it was like you you have this life and you have this opportunity to live other lives and ultimately, I'm going to spoil it. I'm going to talk about it here. Ultimately, she decided, I don't want to live those other lives because they are not my life. Ultimately, they are somebody, even though it's me, technically, it is somebody else's life, even like the most perfect life she could possibly imagine. She's like, it, it's not me. It's not my life. I want to live my life. And, you know, I, I feel like I can live it now because I see that I can do all these things. You know, I, it is within me, you know, some version of me did all these things that I dreamed of. So it is in me to do whatever I need or want to do. You know, anyways, it was, it was, uh, I got a little weepy at the end because I was like, because, you know, I've struggled with with different things. So it was like, this is the life I've been given, you know, and I got to live it. It was, it was really good. And I got the second book of The Throne of Glass. Yeah. Did Uh, you get the actual
1: second book or did you do your weird thing where you're trying to find, the not 2nd book? <laughs>
0: it, it is both chronologically and release the second book.
1: Okay, there you go. Perfect.
0: Um, so I, um, well, you know, sort of. But anyways, um, I, you know, I really wish this whole like teenage romance thing would go away because I don't care about that at all. It's not like hypersexual or anything like that, but it's just like, annoying it's so annoying i'm like listen i'm here for for assassination because you're an assassin and i'm here for some magic because i was promised elves and magic so um let me see that i don't care about your teenage romance get that out of here so i'm really hoping for some more stuff in this book if it doesn't happen hmm, i may or may not continue with the third one
1: all right then that's that's a bummer. Yeah, and I just got started. So
0: I don't want any teenage romance. Yeah. Give me the magic, people.
1: So Invincible, I just want to mention a couple good moments from it. Okay. So I mentioned that part where he discovers his superpowers, where he throws the trash, can- oh, trash yeah, bag into yeah. the sky. Yeah. Like five episodes later, it falls back to the earth in London. <laughs> That's but funny. It's just like a random callback. There's also a part where him and his dad, because they're superpowered, they are playing Uh, catch like with the baseball Uh and but they're like standing back to back and just throwing the ball around the entire earth that's really which seems dangerous yeah Uh, you might hit an airplane or something yeah or Um, somebody or person there's also a part where this like evil is like haha i'm gonna explode this bomb on me and it's gonna irradiate all of denver and the superhero is kind of like a he's like the superman analog from Mm -hmm, their group mm -hmm. he's like uh what can I do? Oh, I'll just throw him into space. So he just chucks that guy up into space, kills him, <laughs> like, done. All right, we did it. And, then, like, a few issues later, you just see his body in space. It's <laughs> like, Ew. it's so weird. That's I, weird. I'm really liking it, though. <laughs> you would. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. And also sometimes maybe serious Uh-oh. and gory Uh-oh. at points. Okay, cool. Like, you see a guy's head get squished. It's oh,
0: messed up. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Yeah.
1: I'm probably far enough I could just watch that show. But anyway, I... Uh, let's go into the spoilers, I guess. Oh, oh um, the spoilers for, for Falcon, uh, Falcon and, and Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Um first off,
0: first off, I'm glad. I had never seen Winter Soldier from beginning to end. Did you mean Civil War? Both. Okay.
1: Um, those are like two of the best ones to me.
0: And I had never seen, I and I knew like the plot points and I'd seen, you know, most of it here and there, but never from beginning to end. And I'm really glad I watched both of those back. I watched Winter Soldier and then Civil War back to back and then went the next day straight into the... Th- episode three and four of Falcon and Winter Soldier, and I'm really glad I did because it's basically just a continuation of those two movies.
1: <laughs> yeah, in a lot of ways, it is.
0: Yeah, I mean, it basically calls back a lot, and I was like, "Oh, we just watched that. Oh, we just watched that. Oh, we just watched that."
1: Yeah, it's like, "Oh, hey, here's Zemo, that the main yes. bad guy from Civil War, which
0: happened. What that was released. Oh, something cool that I did see though. It was in which movie came out first?
1: Winter Soldier. Yes, You're talking about those. It too. was
0: yes, Winter Soldier came out first. And in it, um, the girl who plays, she's, she plays Robin in How I Met Your Mother. Oh, Kobe, Kobe Smoulders, Yeah. Whatever her character's name is.
1: Maria Hill. That's her
0: name in the show? I think so. Okay. In the movie? Okay. Um, but Kobe Smulders says something about S.H.I.E.L.D. needing to keep an eye on certain, you know, super powered people. Like they said, somebody and Stephen Strange doctor strange movie didn't come out no it did not that was just an
1: easter egg i remember when they said that like in the theater i was like they said the name that's that's that guy i know him that's a dude
0: yeah and And i was was like like,
1: years later before he even got powers and stuff i
0: literally paused it and was like i was like I don't think that movie was out yet. And I looked up, I was like, Nope. No, not at all. And they mentioned Stephen Strange. Yeah. I, and I got really excited. That was just kind
1: of like an Easter egg. It's yeah. probably a different Stephen Strange. Don't you worry about yeah, it. Yeah, it's not even. Yeah. I like that part in Winter Soldier when the Winter Soldier comes and gets that guy out of the car and just throws him into a truck, gets coming by on the other side of the freeway. I don't remember that. Uh, it's one of the Hydra guys that they capture. Oh, He's yeah. the guy who says Steven Strange even. Oh. I forget his name. It'd be Amy Mother J, I think. But anyway, the, but Winter Soldier like jumps on top of the car and just whoosh, throws him out of it and Gets onto in. the other side of the freeway going opposite direction and just like right into a Mack truck just oh Misses him. Wow. You don't really see it 'cause it's a Marvel movie. But that was a cool part. That's yeah. a good movie. That's a really good one. It's one of my favorites. It was
0: pretty good. Um, So I'm really glad I watched those back to back because it it was like, seriously, this show is just a continuation of all that. And of course, Cap is gone. But um, I think that uh, definitely John Walker is a bad dude. Seems like it. And I don't think he's going to last very long as Captain America. Or
1: uh, I brought this up before. Yes. They might just be like, he killed a terrorist. We're not worried about it. Yeah. And now he's a super soldier. So he's cool. He took the super soldier serum. That, I kept expecting, like, something bad to happen, and then he would take it. Like Yes. I, they almost did it in reverse. Like, I thought um, Battlestar was going to get killed, killed, and then, and he then he'd, he'd go, it. like, no, and take it and do yeah. evil, and say, he just took it off screen.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, uh, I was like, wait, did he have it yet? Because he had it in his pocket. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, he had it. He did He's it.
1: obviously taking it. He's, yeah, he he's, did it. He's fighting very differently now. You
0: know, and I was reading, it was like a Easter eggs in that episode or something, and how they were talking about the serum, and I was like, would you take it? He's like, yeah, it just makes you a, a better, a more enhanced version of yourself. And that goes back to Captain America, the first Captain America movie. Yes. And how doc- the doctor played by Stanley Tucci was like, uh, was like, it makes, you know, it makes your good great. It, and if you're bad, it makes your bad worse. Yeah.
1: If you're a good, skinny nerd, you yeah. become a really awesome, cool guy. Yeah. And if you're a Nazi, you get a red You get a red skull. Face. <laughs> you get red you skull. You turn to a red skull. <laughs> you
0: become red skull.
1: And then eventually and get shot into space.
0: And then, yeah. Or, yeah. And then, and become some ghost thing protecting yeah. the soul stone. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Who, who knows? Who knows? But, um, Anyways, yeah, I was, I was like, oh yeah, he he made that speech in the first Captain America movie. Um, yes. So, it, so I think that um, Sharon is a double agent now. I think she's bad.
1: I've seen a lot of theories that she's the power broker.
0: That could very well be.
1: I saw one theory that Zemo was, and I was like, no, no, that not. doesn't make any sense no. because one, he's been in prison, but yeah. two, he flippin' hates people with powers. Yes, which is why he's just like smash like, all those serums yeah i think they were like trying to trick you be like oh he's gonna take it so he can kill all these people i was like no he's gonna i saw it, it i was like he's gonna just destroy those isn't he that's his whole thing he does it yeah he's not a hypocritical douchebag he's just a douchebag
0: yeah and <laughs> they kept calling him baron i was like why is he called oh he's an actual baron
1: he's an actual baron <laughs> and that's why and he that's, has
0: a jet and is rich <laughs> yeah
1: and it's also what he's called in the thing
0: yeah yeah and helmet it from, zemo
1: it's from some crappy mm-hmm. fake Eastern European country called Sokovia. Sokovia.
0: That's where Wanda's from.
1: I wonder I wonder where Sokovia is in relation to Latveria.
0: That's probably all up in that area.
1: Yeah, that's where <laughs> um that's where Doctor Doom is from.
0: Oh, okay. That's where he
1: rules. Oh. He's in charge of it. Um They went to Latvia, which is a real country though. To film. No, that's where it took place these last two episodes or so. Oh, oh when oh, they were oh, like yeah. hanging out. Yeah. That's where they ended up at the end of the third episode. Oh, and okay. the Black Panther lady was like, oh, was we're cool. going to get the guy. I love that they Bucky's, came in Bucky's like, don't get the guy, though.
0: It, I think that, okay, here's my prediction. Sharon, I was, I told John, we we're watching it. I was like, mm, Sharon's bad. And he's like, no. And I was like, no, something's happened to Sharon and she's bad. She became jaded and she's bad now. She's doing something bad. She's a double agent. She's something sharon's bad now and then the power broker thing would make sense or if she's working with the power broker that would make sense could be that so that's my theory and my next theory is that of course john walker's gonna go away because he's a bad dude and he has to and then um switch to
1: that black costume that u.s agent has yeah
0: it could be that one and i think that um bucky will i think he might become the new because he's all like the shield means a lot and sam's like i you know, eh, you know he's a good guy but i think bucky stands for more of what steve stands for even though he did bad stuff he was the winter soldier when he did it you know so yeah. it, it wasn't you know he's trying to right his wrongs and steve kind of did the same thing there's a lot of parallels between bucky and steve so i think that bucky could be the next cap yeah. i would i would be there for that
1: it could be either one of them really yeah they, and i like, I like especially Sam if you go is, by the comics they've both done it
0: yeah and i mean sam's a good falcon I mean he'd be a good cap too, but I think I don't know, I think Bucky is gonna become the new cap. It's very possible. I would be there for that.
1: But or maybe Sam, either way. it could be Sam. Or maybe Captain America just comes back. He's like, listen, you guys, you're not doing this. You right.
0: all suck.
1: I went to the moon and <laughs> I got I got rejuvenated with young people juice.
0: Is that for real? Is that a thing that
1: happens? No. Oh uh, there are people living on the moon, the inhumans. That's where they live. Inhuman, yeah. Is that a show? It was a show. That nobody watched. They uh, live on the moon. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. And then they leave the moon because they shot most of it in like Hawaii or something. <laughs> um, yeah, that show is apparently not any good. Okay. Nobody, nobody. Liked I don't it. know anything about it. Um, that's the one where uh, Blackagar Boltagon is from. <laughs> Blackagar Boltagon. That's his name. That's like his given name. Is Blackagar Boltagon, and you just call him Black Bolt. which sounds like a comic (laughs) book character name but it's like his first name is black agar and his family name is boltagon
0: that's so stupid it
1: is buck bolt (laughs) witcheroo (laughs) switcheroo exactly (laughs) exactly that sort of thing
0: um yeah okay so those are my theories yeah something needs to pick up in the show something needs to
1: so it does feel like we've hit like the point the turning point where it's it's like. We've been on a roller coaster and going up the chain lift. It's like, yeah, going up, going up. We've we've hit the crest. We've we've hit the part where um, it's about to go down. Down the hill. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to start speeding along Yeah. uh, after the new Captain America murdered the mess out of that guy horribly and violently in the middle of the street.
0: That was like, yeah, that shot with the blood on the shield. I was like, ooh, that's a bad shot. He's just standing there with a shield yeah. of blood. I was like, ooh, I don't, that is bad. That is bad. So, yeah.
1: I watched a video oh, boy. about this. Oh, okay. Um, it's, a, it's a YouTuber named Nando V Movies, which mm-hmm. I actually highly recommend. He makes oh, a lot okay. of really good videos. Uh-huh. And he, after, so I think he made this video after the, only the first two episodes were out, uh-huh. where he hypothesized that there was originally supposed to be a big pandemic element to the show before the real pandemic happened with the with covid
0: but like because of the serums or what? because
1: well and i think it's the second episode yeah they're stealing vaccines oh and so i th- i think the so like the hypothesis is like there was supposed to be more stuff like that and they're like no nope, nope. and <laughs> and like as they were like filming the show the real thing happened and they're like this is a we little too real You can't do this nobody's gonna want that no so that's a that's an interesting w- video worth watching it's called huh. like the missing plot line from <laughs> falcon winter soldier or something like that uh, and also he's just a good youtuber in general he makes a lot of good comic book movie and tv show stuff mm, cool that's like more than just like look at these easter yeah, eggs yeah. i'm reading off wikipedia what the easter eggs are or whatever yeah, yeah. it's like nobody cares
0: yeah um did you watch the loki trailer yeah what do you think? It looks good. I'm excited I for know. it. I don't know. I like Tom Hiddleston, though, so.
1: Then watch Kong, Skull Island. He's no, in it. No,
0: I think I'll pass on that one, but He's thanks. in it, though. Yeah, but I don't like him that much. I it, like Tom Hiddleston as Loki.
1: How much do you like a big old gorilla plus Thomas Hiddleston, Breeson Larson, mm. um, Sammy Jackson?
0: Mm. What do they do? Just bring it on. Avengers. <laughs>
1: it seems like it. <laughs> oh, there might have been somebody. Else. Oh, and John Goodman.
0: Oh, he's not an Avenger. We're good. Not Although, yet. get this. We were watching The Goonies the other day, and I was like, that's Thanos.
1: Yeah, Josh Brolin. Yeah. He's in that. Yeah. He
0: plays uh, Sean Astin's. Uh, is it Sean Astin? Yeah. He plays uh, Samwise Gamgee's older brother. Thanos plays Samwise Gamgee. I was like, yeah. that is a very young Josh Brolin. And I was like, I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's baby Thanos!"
1: It was weird. That is weird to think about. Yeah. So I, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to talk about from that show, but I don't know. Yeah, I think that's it. Madripoor is a place. Is it real? No, it's from X Men stuff usually.
0: Oh, okay. So of
1: course people are like, "Is this how they do the X Men?" It's like
0: maybe, maybe I don't know. They didn't do
1: X Men in the last one. They tricked us. Yep.
0: Uh, I thought, I didn't know. I was like, I was wondering, where is Madripoor?
1: It's like a fake place near Singapore.
0: Uh, that's not like Singapore at all.
1: It's in Southeast Asia, though.
0: Madripoor it, is? It,
1: yeah. At least <laughs> n- normally it is. Mm. Again, it's a fake place. <laughs> Marvel it's not launched
0: a tourism website for Madripoor. I just oh, Googled it fun. just now, and that's the first thing that popped up.
1: Yeah, it's just like, it's high town and low town. Low town's where it's, it's murder stuff.
0: How funny. I'm yeah. going to go to the website. That's cool.
1: Yeah. A, that, that maybe that leads to something. Maybe it doesn't. Titled. Maybe it's just a thing. Who's to say.
0: I'm about to click. on Oh my gosh. Explore com. Uh, oh,
1: I thought you were trying to show me something. It was just it's, like, it's it's, loading. Still, it's like a red loading screen.
0: It's loading. Explore. Oh my gosh. How cool is that? That's fun. Oh, and it's, it's scenes. That's a scene from a uh, Falcon winter soldier when they're all in the, in the Sharon's club.
1: Cool. Did you see they released more uh, footage of Zemo dancing in the club? <laughs> no. like just extra footage that, they that,
0: had. That little that little blip that I was like, is he dancing? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. They,
1: they released more footage of that. And I think it loops for like an hour or something like that.
0: Oh, you know what? That makes sense. They're calling Madripoor. They're like, Bucky was like, pirates used to come here back in the day. That's what Singapore was. Yeah. So that makes sense
1: sort of like Sokovia is a fake Eastern European country. It is. And it looks like one. Yes, it is. One of the like old Soviet blocks.
0: That looks like Singapore. Yeah. And I know this because I've been to Singapore.
1: Who knows? Maybe that's a picture of Singapore. It very well could be. <laughs> and they just like changed <laughs> I mean, it a little bit. Yeah. It's like Metropolis and Man of Steel and yeah. uh, Batman v Superman. It's like, well, that's obviously Chicago. Oh, really? I recognize that building from Chicago. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's like certain buildings. You're like, oh, that's obviously. Or like um, even Dark Knight. I think they filmed a bunch in Chicago because there's like the same elevated train or um, Dark Knight Rises when they show like the skyline and you see the yellow bridges. It's like, right, Pittsburgh. (laughs) I've seen Pittsburgh. (laughs) I get there.
0: I get it. I've I've seen it. it.
1: Oh, you're Uh, even using their football stadium.
0: (laughs) Okay, so get this. So it's com, And I'm just clicked on it a little bit. And there's a place where it says, book a charter at Buccaneer Bay. By day, it's the bustling hub of Madripoor shipping commerce. By night, you'll indulge in a luxury charter cruise designed just for you. You and the pirates of Madripoor Pass will be one people as you gaze upon the same stars they once used to navigate these waters. So I clicked book a charter to see what it did. And it says, closed to visitors. Responding to the recent unrest, all charter cruises originating from Buccaneer Bay have been temporarily suspended. We apologize for this disappointment. Our services will resume as soon as possible. And that's reference to all of the uh, blowing up of the cargo shipment stuff that happened with the serum yeah. maker, Dr. Nagel, in this past yes. episode or whatever. But interestingly, there's a spot where it says access code. And you could enter in an access code and then oh, continue. Interesting. So I wonder if they'll release access codes or if there are Easter eggs in the episodes where you can put them in.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, you should look into that. You should look into that. You look into it. I What's have to be careful with the internet beca- right now because um, <laughs> WrestleMania Night oh, 2 is happening okay. right okay. now. I have to watch it. I have to watch the replay. So, And WrestleMania is the one time where I can get spoiled by wrestling stuff.
0: There's a there's a poster in there. It says smiling tiger special, and it has a snake on it. Yeah, yeah. that was that
1: <laughs> sounding. Oh, there's also that little. That oh, I just, that's I just clicked around. I just clicked around on time. that
0: page, and it says wanted one million dollars. Uh, Bucky Barnes, <laughs> James Buck Buchanan Barnes. I just clicking around on it.
1: That's exciting.
0: How cool is that? This is a cool website. Y'all go play on it.
1: Uh, speaking of websites, a crime was committed. <gasps> Tell me. Space Jam 2 is coming out and they replaced the old Space Jam website. They did. A crime. It's have seen, sad. Have you seen the trailer for Space Jam 2? Mm, yeah. You did? No. Oh. It looks like trash. It looks like Ready Player 1, but they did basketball instead. Ugh. It's just like, look at all the brands. Like, I don't Why is the Iron Giant here? Get this out of here. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Ready Player One's terrible, by the way. It was terrible. I don't see how anybody cared about that thing. It was dreadful.
0: But I hear the books were good.
1: I don't get the impression the book is any better. Oh, really? Not really.
0: Oh, what is this? I certainly
1: don't have any interest in reading the book after seeing the movie.
0: Listen, I think if you go to this website, it's going to give some Easter eggs for the upcoming episodes. That's what I think.
1: Could be, because uh, Sharon's still in Magipore, so it's obviously going to still be a factor I of click, some sort.
0: I, I'm just clicking around on that page that says drinks. The Smiling Tiger, gin, triple sec, equatorial, spitting, cobra heart, and a finger limb? L I M. Hmm. I don't know. Tuna Tears. it's that's so weird. Muddled old big eye tuna lens. Blech. This is a cool website. I'm obsessed now. All right, I have nothing else. That's it.
1: Excellent. So, I have uh, an essay to read out. Oh, shoot. Just kidding. Let's okay. go home. Okay.
0: <laughs> that was about wrestling. I was like, oh, no. I didn't prepare myself. Oh,
1: man. You should have seen that Bel Air Banks match. It was good.
0: Well, maybe next time.
1: Hey, if you ever get Peacock, you can watch the replay.
0: Oh, boy. I can't wait. so okay. Maybe they'll
1: have a pause function by then.
0: Oh. They don't have a pause?
1: Not for live events, anyway. Oh, okay. okay. Which is, like, insane, though.
0: So insane. The-
1: The WWE Network had pause and also had Rewind, which they don't have on Peacock. Huh. It's very haphazardly put together. In fact, like, on WWE Network, it would be like, if you tuned into something late, it'd be like, hey, do you want to go live? Or do you want to go all the way back to the beginning? It's like, oh, cool. I can just go back to the beginning.
0: That's kind of how YouTube TV is.
1: Yeah. That's excellent. Guess what? Peacock doesn't do that. Garbage. Come on, Peacock. Peacock? More like, spell the P with two E's. You got it. I got sick, him. Sick burn. You Nailed did it. it. Good job. Just imagine how, just imagine it's spelled like that when I say peacock. You're funny. <laughs> You've got jokes. I don't, that's not even a joke I don't even know what that is okay. it's nonsense what it is well
0: I'll take us home
1: please All god right. <laughs> I'm fl- I am just Flouting. drowning here
0: <laughs> guys thanks so much for tuning in with us tonight um we have been paint the town dead I'm Caitlin that's Andrew and you can catch us on Facebook at paint the town dead you can catch us on Instagram The Paint the Town Dead, all one word. You can catch us on Twitter at pttdpod, and you can feel free to email us at pttdpod at gmail.com. We drop episodes every Tuesday. Um, Please feel free and please do subscribe on anything you can, rate five stars anywhere you can, like anything you can, share anything you can. Um, Any kind of interaction you have with any of our stuff helps us out a lot, and we greatly appreciate it um like i said we drop episodes every tuesday unless i'm sick unless i get called in i'm stuck on a plane anything to do with me messing things up because it's only me
1: accurate so far (laughs) so
0: far um guys thanks again so much for dropping by and uh i know this was a heavy episode um but i think it was an important one to tell and andrew will put some of those numbers there uh this week in our in our show notes guys we will see you back next tuesday for another episode of paint the town dead
1: Goodbye. Caitlin, my March Madness has been replaced with Wrestlemania.